Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Nathan, thank you. The stage is set for the 141st year of Australia's richest foot race. It is the stall gift this Easter long weekend, of course, and Ollie Worm will be calling the action for Channel 7, and he joins us right here on the Captain's Run. Morning, Ollie. Ollie, have we got you? Yes. We've you, got mate? you. Welcome. Thanks a lot for joining us, mate. Really appreciate it. No, pleasure, mate. It's a bit wet down here in stall, but uh, looking forward to a big three days. I was just about to ask you, is Mother Nature going to play ball up there? Because... Uh, some uh, dicey forecasting has been done by the Bureau. Yeah, it's looking pretty grim at the moment, I must say. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how the track pulls up tomorrow. But it may just change things throughout the weekend. Some runners will be better suited and some might find it a bit tougher. Now, I don't know if memory's failing me here, but was it wet last year or the year before? I've got a memory of it being crazy wet in more recent times. It was pretty good last year. I reckon a couple of years ago, yeah. probably, I think 2020 was underwater for a bit, but uh, we've been right. lucky in the last couple of years. <laughs> Let's have a look at the, uh, well, the Power Call store gift. Now, the handicap's locked in a couple of days ago. It's an elite field. Let's start with the men. Who who are the leading contenders in your mind, Ollie? Yeah, well, we're going to see the markets open today, but um, in terms of the athletes with a good chance, I think, you know, an athlete like Say Morris, uh, he's trained by Scott Rouse, so he won the Waverley gift early on in the season. So, and the Victorian Athletic League got a reward system now. If you win a race during the season, you actually get a, a lift for stall. So he was one of the races, the athletes who won a race early on in the season. So he's probably going to be one of the favourites, if not the favourite. Um, we've also got an athlete like Isaac Dummel, who's actually a colleague of mine, and uh, he's actually won the, the stall gift in the past himself. But he, this season, won the Keylaw gift and uh, also made the final of the Bay Sheffield. So he's trained by Brad Armstrong, and, and he looks like a, a very good chance. We've got in Darley McConnon. Uh, he's trained by John Hilditch, and he's he's won the Warnable Gift during the season. Um, also took out a double there at Maryborough. He's another athlete who gets a lift. Um, you've got Daru Rodriguez Chico, who is another past winner who won mm. the national or come second at the nationals recently. Ran ran ten twenty one, and um, he's definitely the type of athlete I reckon can do well. Sort of profile similar to Eddie Nakisha, who made the final last year. Uh, Nick Antonino is an athlete who's had a good season. He won the Rye Gift. Matt Rizzo is another past winner. Mm. Um, Jake Island. There's just a few names. There's a, there's a few mentioned there, but um, yeah, yeah, there still could be a smoky out there as well. Did I see Jack Hale on the sheet as well somewhere? Yeah, yeah, Jack yeah. Hale, the Tasmanian. He'll he'll be running there. So he's off 0.75, one of the back markers. Um, didn't get past his heat last year, but no doubt he'll be hungry to progress this year. What about the women there, Ollie? How's that looking? Yeah, very strong field. Um, the women's race, equal prize money these days, the Change Our Game women's gift. There's a South Australian, Olivia Hastings. She won a race earlier in the season at Waverley. Uh, she recently won a 70 metres in South Australia. So I think she'll be in the top few there in the market. Uh, there's a young lady there from Warrnambool called Layla Watson. She's had a really good year. She won a hometown gift there at Warrnambool and also had victories over the, the 400 this season. And she ran the Nationals last week in the juniors over 400. Bella Pasquale is a pretty talented youngster from uh, Wangaratta. So she's a pass winner at Stall. Also got Olivia May. She won the Beachside Gift earlier on in the season, was second at Maryborough. Uh, Grace O'Dwyer, she's a pass winner of the Stall Gift, trained by 
Uh, Peter O'Dwyer, she won the Key Law gift. Keely Henderson, who's mm. had a great season. She won the Sydney Open last week at, at Ringwood. And then you've got a quality backmarker like Bree Masters, who um, just missed the final last year, but recently ran a PB of 11.23 at the Nationals. And uh, she's actually the partner of Matt Rizzo, so two quality backmarkers. But... Um, yeah, it looks a great race there in the women's as well. So, Ollie, just before we leave the two gifts, I mean, just the fields that you run through there, I mean, they sound deep for me, but you know it far more intimately. How do they stack up historically in terms of um, credibility, if you like? Oh, look, I think it looks pretty strong this year. I know the uh, Store Athletic Club, the VAL, Athletics Australia, have done a really good job mm. of trying to attract the very best of the the, uh, the amateur runners, you know, the very best back markers, and I think they've done a great job there. And then you've got your seasoned pros who run week in, week out there in the Victorian Athletic League. So, look, in terms of depth, there's, there's plenty there. You've got your, your quality back markers up against some um, seasoned pro runners who are trying to, you know, beat the handicapper. So I think it's a great field in both the men's and women's. And, you know, there's not sort of no one's declaring anyone. Last year in the men's gift, you know, we, we sort of felt... There might be a standout, and there was, but this year I think it's very wide open for both, and um, this is going to be intriguing to see how things unfold. I'm often struck by the handicapping and, and what goes into it, Ollie. I mean, they're, they're, it's often a, a topic of conversation. Um, I mean, can you shed any light on it? I mean, how much, how detailed is it, and and how much angst um, go, goes into it as well? Well, look, I mean, the handicappers they do a great job. Effectively. It's the same as horse racing in terms of the Melbourne Cup. You've got a top weight who might carry 57 kilos and you've got a lightweight horse who might mm. get in with 50. So the sport of pro running is very similar to horse racing. We've got stewards, you know, there's a handicapper. Um, you know, you get penalised if you win a certain race and your rating goes up, for example. So, look, the handicappers do a great job. It's, it's extremely hard across all the events to, to handicap. And, um, yeah. you know, the job of the athlete is to beat the handicapper. So um, that's, I think, it's well handicapped and, and the Victorian Athletic League have brought in a system which, you know, to kind of stop athletes maybe from holding back during the season. If you win a race early on in the season, you get rewarded with a lift for stall. So yeah. I think that's been a great initiative and we're seeing um, athletes win during the season and give us a great form reference for this uh, Easter weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Let's have a look at the 1,000-metre Invitational Women's Handicap. That, now, that, this is big this year, isn't it, Ollie? Can you take us through this? Oh, look, it's going to be a great race. You've got, you know, some of the very best uh, here in, in the country. Athletes like Jess Hull, she competed at the Nationals last week and won three titles there. Um, her and Abby Caldwell have had some sensational battles over 1,500 metres throughout the season. So I guess coming back to 1,000, it makes it slightly different. You've also got an athlete like Katrina Bissett, who's going to have a bit of a head start. She's the national 800-metre record holder. So she's going up to 1,000. These athletes, some of them are coming back to 1,000. You've got... Georgia Griffith as well, who was just missed a place in the Nationals last week, and also Lyndon Hall, who has been one of our top-performing female distance athletes for some time. Uh, Claudia Hollingsworth in the field. She's a really up-and-coming. And then uh, Morty Skyring as well be the front marker. But, yeah, it's a great field. And a lot of intrigue there just with athletes going up and tripping back. And, um, you know, the two back markers, Hull and Coldwell, will both start on scratch side by side. Looking forward to that. So it's all happening, isn't it? Saturday, Sunday, Monday at Central Park. Ollie, what, what have you made of the, I don't know, the buzz or the mood around the, the town of Stall? Is the appetite for it, what, 140-odd years since its inception as strong as it's ever been? Oh, look, I think so. I mean, I know they're really trying to engage the locals here here in Stall. I mean, this is their, you know, their busiest weekend of the year. There's a lot going on around here. You know, you've got the Stall Cup as well. There's a rodeo down the road there at Great Western, which unfortunately was cancelled with the weather. But, 
I think um, there's a really good team behind it across the Fly Athletic Club, the Stall Gift Event Management Group, you know, the, the media team, the Victorian Athletic League, trying to make this event, you know, bigger and better every year. And I think probably from tonight at the Calcutta, there'll be a bit of a buzz. And then, you know, tomorrow, that's when things and the intrigue really starts to uh, build up and there's, you know, the, the, the betting will open. Uh, there'll be some plunges, you know. The, so the intrigue of the Stall Gift, I think it's one of those classic events on the Australian sporting calendar. And, sort of one of those things that I think will always be part of our history. And you love it, mate, because I've been following uh, you from afar. You, how's the homework going? A heavy research phase for you at the moment? Yeah, I sort of took – I'm very lucky my team at ANZ UK let me take a couple of days off this week. I work in recruitment and then um, just got away to our on Wednesday and just uh, got stuck in there, got into the notes, researching athletes. So um, almost finished in that regard. Um but yeah, still, there's still a lot of because there's so many races. It's very different from example, you know, a nine race when you're calling a horse race. You've got nine races, but you know, we've got 150, you know, per day, and there's a lot of masters, athletes, juniors. So there's a lot of research and a lot of athletes. Um, it's it's hard to find information, but uh, for the men's and women's gift, most of all, there's uh, there's plenty of info out there, and hopefully we'll uh, do a good coverage there. We'll be on seven plus all weekend, and then. Uh, free to wear on Monday on Channel 7. Oh, uh, they do a great job, Channel 7 are covering it. Yeah. Looking forward to it, Ollie. Uh, best of luck. Uh, can't wait to hear. And uh, all the action from uh, Central Park install over the weekend for the stall gift. Appreciate your time, mate. No, pleasure, mate. Thanks for having me. Have a good long weekend. There's Ollie Worm there. He's going to be uh, doing some great work for Channel 7 this weekend. The stall gift back. Just a great traditional event on the sporting calendar. 141st edition coming up, if you don't mind. Can't wait for that. Uh, a lot of texts coming through still on the football last night and going forward as well. So if you want to um, give us a shout-out to your team in action this weekend, where you might be away for the uh, for the long weekend, love to hear from you. Uh, the open line for EFS at one three hundred seven three six seven three six. They deliver simple freight solutions. We do our schnitz crumb a little bit different uh, around here these days. We're not just going to do the crumb of the week, even though we'll give a particular person a shout-out for that. But we're running the crummers Coleman here. Uh, the big men get enough time in the limelight. It's time to give a shout-out to the little men. So we'll bring you up to speed on how the crummers Coleman is looking, all thanks to Schnitz on the other side of this break. Uh, off the text as well last night. Uh, I'll keep feeding these through. A lot of things could have contributed Recalling with losing, they struggle in Brisbane to handle the ball as clean like most Southern teams do in Queensland. Brisbane are also a very good team who performed a lot closer to what's expected of them last night. The pies are a bit off. The crisp news, maybe drinking too much of the hype. The ruck situation did affect their setup. They did need to convert more of their shots on goal, but the dewy conditions will have factored in. Not a bad snapshot of last night's game for mind. Uh, their first loss, Collingwood. And Brisbane needed that. They improved to two and two. Um, we might take a break here on the captain's run. On the other side of it, plenty more still to come as we work our way through our McCafe menu. Stay with us.